Well, good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. Hopefully everybody's had a great day, great week. Looking forward to a bit of downtime over the weekend, because I certainly am. Episode 129 today of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast with Joel Annesley. How you doing, Joel? I'm doing really well. 129th episode. Wow. We're well done. Climbing. We're climbing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to be joining you here on this lovely Friday afternoon. Oh, uh, I think we're all definitely gearing gearing into weekend mode. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, the, the sun is shining. I can't see a cloud in the sky. It's um, <laughs> some nice, nice beach weather ahead of us, hopefully. Absolutely. I hope so. You know, hopefully we're coming into a nice summer and a yeah. nice end of year period. Um, with, with no bushfires. Exactly. Yeah, very good it. point. Absolutely. Mm, Fingers mm, crossed. Yeah. But uh, for everybody out there, today we're going to have a fantastic discussion all about a very interesting topic that's getting a lot more um, listening and, and ears these days and, and talk these days, which is how to quietly build your self-confidence. So for everybody who doesn't know Joel, Joel Annesley describes himself as a former shy person who is now a proud introvert following the 2019 launch of his first book, Quiet Confidence, Breaking Up With Shyness. Joel uses his inspirational story combined with his qualification as a life coach as the foundational framework within his coaching business, Quietly Successful, as he steps up to his personal mission to help 100,000 people break up with shyness and develop their quiet confidence. That's fantastic, 100,000 people. I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, well done, well done. Well and truly, but um, thank you so much for that introduction. Well That's done, well, welcome to the show, Joel, real pleasure. Ah, awesome pleasure, yeah, no, thank you. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about this topic because it's obviously very close to my heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where would you like me to start? Let's jump in. <laughs> Tell us a bit about, you know, your journey and how this became such a, an yeah. important topic for you and how it became such a passion. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I think it, it comes, it stems from this idea of, um, you know, how you can turn what you think your complete failings are and they can somehow transform into something you never knew you had inside of you. Yep, so and, and, um, and so I reflect on my childhood. When I was a young kid, I was so incredibly quiet. Like I didn't want to speak up in class. Yeah. Um, and everyone, everyone would say to me, Joel, like, why are you so, like, I, I got labeled that, that nervous, shy kid, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that plagued me. I, I was just like, I, I really labelled myself and that went all the way through to, you know, my young adulthood where I just, I kept on telling myself I was different. There was something not quite right about me. Yeah. Um, why, why wasn't I that um, person that could just get out there and speak to everyone? And, and, then I, and then it sort of hit me many years later that I could be okay with myself. Yeah. And I didn't have to be an extrovert. I could learn to embrace the label of being an introvert and being okay with that. Sure. And so that's where I, I introduced this idea of quietly finding your confidence. Nice. Because I remember myself back, you know, years ago, I'd, I'd be pushing myself 
really pushing myself out there and trying to, you know, mingle in networking events. And I'd, I'd noticed something because all the self-talk would be like, you're just not doing this right. Like you're just, you're just coming across as awkward. You know, this is just, this is just not you. And I suppose the epiphany that I've had, that big realization that if I can just take a nice deep breath and say, Joel is enough. And I'm also talking to everyone listening saying you are enough. You can be yourself. And the more that you can step into that identity, not having to be somebody else that you admire and wish you were them, but actually embrace who you are truly, everything just starts to change. And so I went from this young, shy kid who I, I, I found a lot of like the trigger for a lot of the stuff I went through. And that was back in my first year of school. Yeah, right. I had a really tough teacher who, who sort of picked on me a bit. And, I, and, and, you know, the realization all those years later that um, I took that to heart, yep. you know, and, yep. and many of us find, and I'm sure we can all relate to some degree that our childhood Nobody's childhood is perfect. No, definitely. I, I'm sure. I'm sure you could agree with me here, yeah. right? Yeah, and we're all molded, as you say. We're, that's, right. that's when we're really molded. And I love the way you said before. That's what I told myself because that's that's such an important thing. Our yes. internal dialogue yes. makes us who we are. That's so true. We self-reference as we go throughout yep. life. It's just something we do. So we we create this map of the world, the way we see the world. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize that we take everything for granted saying it must be true, yep. but it's not the case. Not it's not all. the case at all. So, so I went through this, this, you know, realization, this aha moment. Um, I became a, a life coach and I went through this, this journey of writing my story and sharing the lessons that I'd, I'd been through. So I, I launched my book that you mentioned, um, quiet confidence. That's it nice. there. Beautiful. Oh, if you can see it, there it is. Yep. Um, so I launched that in 2019 and um, it's just been remarkable. I, I went through that, that journey of saying, look, I, I don't care anymore. I, I don't care if people throw tomatoes at me <laughs> up on that stage. I'll make tomato sauce. <laughs> I'll make tomato sauce, exactly. And I heard, I heard something else recently that I just laughed at because, um, you know, when you talk about how realistic is something actually going to occur, like you say, when you attend a conference or you're up on stage, how many people in the audience are there ready with tomatoes? Like, how, <laughs> right. how often does that actually happen? Yeah. How often you do know? they actually go to the fruit, uh, fruit and uh, veg store around the corner just before they walk into the theatre? Exactly, exactly. Bring a bag of nice Roma tomatoes with them. <laughs> and, and so, you know, you can, you can, when you have that realisation and if you are on stage, and this is something I, I you know, help with... Um, you know, my clients with is if they're in new environments, whether it be helping them with public speaking or yeah. getting out there and networking, you know, there's so much self-talk that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's learning how to essentially choose yep. what you want to take on. Yep. And, and self-regulate. Wanna, yeah, exactly. Self-regulate. Because, I mean, you know, we have more than, they say, more than about 50,000 thoughts a day. Yeah. Right? And so when people get stuck in a particular thought pattern, it makes you realize, well, you're choosing to unconsciously, of course, you're not yeah. necessarily aware of it, sure. but unconsciously you're saying, these, these are the thoughts that I'm believing and the rest of them I'm just disregarding. They're, yeah. they're just, 
you know, automatic thoughts that are going on. I, I love that um, analogy. I don't know if you've heard ants, automatic negative thoughts. No. So you can have ants in the head, right? Ants in the head. I've never heard that one. Automatic <laughs> negative thoughts. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well um, but, um, yeah, so, so what I'm getting at here is the ability to be able to have that awareness that you have choice. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you have choice, you have power. Yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and you know, in your story, when was the catalyst? When was it, when was that point in time when you said, "Time to make a change. That's enough." Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. Look, um, I I I go back probably a good five years ago. Yep. You know, and I realised that I had an epiphany that the way I was going about my life. Mm-hmm wasn't serving it wasn't serving my story it wasn't serving me it wasn't like i I felt like i was constantly coming up against uh, a brick wall you know like i had these grand visions of where i wanted to go but that brick wall was the self-confidence yeah and and also it might have been the same brick wall like you always the same pattern kept repeating the same pattern kept kept repeating yeah yeah exactly so it was it was I, I had that, you know, I was starting to go through, you know, the personal development journey, um, reading books, going to seminars. And then I suppose, you know, a big catalyst for me was that um, learning to be or become a life coach, you nice. know, nice. And, and being coached by others. And, and so at that point as well, you know, I, I had the lovely um, Jane Turner, who was my writing coach. And wow. she was so incredibly um, instrumental in, in helping me um, have those aha moments, yep. you know, and um, I reckon writing a book is definitely one form of therapy. Yeah. Um, hypnotherapy is another, which I, I'll definitely talk about. Nice. But, um, but that process of getting stuff on the page, I think this is, this is uh, for anyone listening, if you want to know, if you want to be more aware of the thoughts that are going on up there, once you actually write them down and have a look, and, and you can you can even use like highlighters, yeah. right? You can actually go, okay, I'm going to highlight negative thoughts and highlight the positive ones. Yeah. And let's have a look at what's actually going on up there. Yeah. You know? People will probably find that quite confronting. Oh my God, yeah, am, I really, yeah. am I really thinking that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does that, is that actually what's going on? And, and, and the really interesting thing about that too is you'll realize that the majority of the thoughts that we have on a daily basis are repeated. Yeah. Definitely. So, oh, yeah. so if you don't interrupt the pattern of thoughts that you have, then you're going to repeat the same old thoughts over and over again. Yeah. So, yeah. so in my example, that's exactly what happened to me. I, I had that little shining light that says there's, there's something there for you, but I had too much of the ants going on. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so, always just yeah, the arms, so that, that arms reach. It was just couldn't quite get there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, so when I learned that I had the ultimate choice, that I, I could choose the thoughts that I, you know, that I had. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too is we often, what happens to us is we will feel something, mm-hmm. right? We'll just, an emotion will come up. And sometimes it's like completely unconscious. Maybe you were at the shops yeah. and a song played. And then suddenly you're back home and you're feeling all emotional. And it's because that song triggered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can it see it you took you back it's to like, a certain time. It, it took you back to a certain, certain situation. 
yeah. and it triggered that memory. Exactly, yep. exactly. Um, so, so it's it's having that sense of awareness that um, that happens and that's mm-hmm. perfectly normal. But the problem is, is when when um, feelings come up, we take them on as similar to thoughts. We take them on as truth. Yes. So you feel you feel sad or whatever emotion is going on. Yep. You say, well this is this is heavy like yeah. this is really heavy yeah. but we we never actually put numbers to the feelings do yeah. we because we can't put numbers to feelings yeah. we don't take the time to qualify exactly is this real do i and choose as you say yeah is this really what i want to what i want to think right now yeah yeah exactly and, and look i don't i don't um i'm not saying that you know um that we should try and stop our feelings i mean mm. you know of course when bad things happen we just have to ride through it. You know, like when you have to grieve, you just got to ride through it. And, yeah. and that's just part of life. But um, there are definitely tools that you, can, um, that you can embrace or there are different techniques that you can become aware of that can change the direction so that, you know, you stop repeating the same old thoughts and you, have, you, you install new ones. And that every, every day that you start focusing on these new ones, wow, things like little things just pop up. You're like, did I, like, did the universe just communicate with me? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, what, how did that happen? Yeah. You know? Did I manifest something? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as much as you can say, you know, I'm, you know, sure, you might be in alignment with the universe, but yeah. you're also in alignment with yourself. Yeah, so true. And I think, I think that's the really important point is yep. if you can do that, I, I think that's kind of where I'm getting at with this idea of quiet confidence. Yeah, yeah. You know, finding that within and um, being that authentic self where you can step up and say what you need to. And um, I, I, give, I give the example of my book launch. I was up on that stage. Now, normally, I would have been terrified <laughs> to get up and, and talk to an audience. Yeah. You know, in my childhood, I'd be up on, you know, like giving an oral presentation. I'd be up and, and I've got the complete, you know, anxiety running. Yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm shaking my page as I'm trying to read it. And my my wow. notes are like falling everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so I, I reflected on, you know, that childhood experience to being up on that stage and speaking from the heart. And it was almost like I was picturing that young little boy that was trying to, trying to connect with his future self. Mm -hmm. And so I was, it was like me talking to that little boy saying, it will be okay. Yeah. I'll get through this. You know, and that, that to me was such a beautiful touching moment. I just like, Oh, and that gave me so much confidence that if I can do it, if anyone out there, has felt like you really struggle with your own self-confidence. You told yourself that you've got low self-esteem. You've had the thoughts that have just constantly plagued you. There's a way out. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. a bright future ahead of you. And I, I just feel like I'm living proof of that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Something that I wanted to touch on, you know, we, you've mentioned it a few times, is that you keep saying quiet confidence. And I love that because... When I think about confidence, I think about confidence in the way that it is a very quiet confidence. If you're very over-the-top extroverted, that's almost like you're overcompensating or yeah. overconfident. Whereas yes. a really confident person in, in all their fiber doesn't have to put on a show. They yeah. can be very quietly confident and have a yeah. lot of charisma and just 
be be one with themselves and be comfortable in their own skin. And so I think that's a really important point. You know, quiet confidence is really a reflection of of strong confidence rather than overconfidence or overcompensation. Yeah, very much so. And it's um, I think it's important to acknowledge that. Um, like one thing that used to plague me was like, oh, I've got to really push myself to speak speak up at every every given moment because I felt felt like I had to make up for all the times that I was I just sat there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I've come to realise that that doesn't work, and that there is confidence in silence. Yeah, you know, you don't have and, to fill the space. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and um, in some of the meetups that I've run over the past few years, we, we talk about this idea of, um, you know, essentially silence can be perceived in different ways. Mm -hmm. it, it can be perceived as an awkward thing, yeah. or it also can be perceived as golden. Absolutely. Because and extremely confident. Just exactly. And, and as you know, like sometimes the pauses between words mm -hmm. are more powerful than the words themselves. hundred percent. Definitely. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Yeah. And you know, I love music and they talk about that in music a lot as well. Yeah. You know, the, the, the rhythm and the pauses in music make everything. So you don't have to always fill the space, but when we talk about confidence, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, you don't have to always say something or, you know, say, you know, show that you are, doing something or saying something or engaged in something, you can just be yes. and be confident by just being. Yes. So you know, I really like that. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and especially in that regard, uh, there's, there's that, that thing that can sometimes plague us that we don't know enough. Like we've got to keep learning to, to, to have that confidence. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to say that it's more than okay to have knowledge or skills gaps that happens we, we can't do. we can't know everything no way and so and so it's more than okay and i think i think this is coming back and and um bringing up you know touching touching upon the stuff from our past where perhaps we were belittled or told you know you don't you haven't got this right or you haven't really picked up this skill yet um we can we can look at this differently now and we can say there's nothing wrong with the unknown, what we don't know yet. Yep. In fact, there's, I like to think of it now, there's something incredibly exciting about the unknown. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because, yeah, exactly. If, if I said to you, Darren, um, if I could just, you know, install all your life like memories, like even, even your fu future potential, if you could just download it and know your entire life experience, oh, terrible. there'd be no surprise, right? Yeah, I would hate that. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's so much joy in the process of learning, you yeah, know, that's so it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. So true. And there's a famous quote, actually, I don't know, I think it's just an unknown quote that I picked up once, and it said, it says, replace fear with curiosity. Yes. And that's, yeah. you know, that's what we're talking about, you know, you know, and even to have the confidence to know that you might not know everything now, but you can find out, you can exactly. work it out. Yeah, it's yeah. all figure outable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So let's chat a bit about some tactics and some strategies for helping people build their confidence yeah. and maybe even helping people help others to build confidence. What, what are some of the tactics yeah. that you use? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, look, one of, one of the big sort of exciting pieces that I'm working on at the moment, and as much as I've been really helping people in the last couple of years as a coach, um, I felt that I was only chipping away at things at a very surface level. Mm-hmm. And, and um, when I started finding more about this idea of hypnotherapy, there's something in this okay something in this so so i'm actually um nearly finished my um formal qualifications in becoming a clinical hypnotherapist um which which essentially means that i'm going to be able to offer people the ability to um bypass that head chatter and and talk directly to the subconscious wow which is um incredibly powerful and the the, the interesting thing I, I need to state before I talk more about hypnosis is that is it, it is nothing like the stage show you know, yeah. movies that you see. You know, <laughs> nothing it's, like it's, David Copperfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Into my eyes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the pocket watch, you know, the, yeah, all, all yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, I, I've really learned that it's, it's complete the complete opposite of that and and it's more likened to the idea of me guiding you through um a meditation yep nice and it's um the old form of hypnosis uh, was very directive it was almost like you'll become more confident you'll you know you'll feel this you'll feel that and the problem is is that when when you hear that the mind kind of has its doubt because it's you know it's up against that thought process again saying I'm not sure I actually believe that. Uh-huh. So, so what I'm what I'm learning about and practicing a lot at the moment is this very indirect, gentle therapy of gentle suggestions based on what I get from the client. So they they you know I have a I have a consultation with them. We go through this idea of um, what are their challenges, mm-hmm. but also what are their strengths and what are their skills. And so what what can we take away from their skills to help? Um, yep. essentially solve the problem space, right? Yep. So, so then I guide them through um, like a 20-minute hypnosis session, which um, I, I like to think of it as they always remain in control. It's not this mind control thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, always, they, they are always in control. They can snap out of it whenever they like. You know, um, I'm just there to help navigate and... Um, the experience to date has been absolutely remarkable. Wow. And I've, I've had those moments where I've been able to personally help others, you know, talk to that subconscious mind and have those aha moments in 20 minutes, wow. you know, and, and go, I've been doing my life this way. I know now I can, I, I've got that confidence within me, you know. And is it possible after one session to, you know, permanently change the way you behave or is it something that you need to do over and over again? Um, ideally what you want to do, you will have, and, and I've, I've had sessions myself where I, I feel different almost immediately. Right. It's different for every person. So you may, you may go, okay, I'm kind of feeling a bit relaxed, uh, but I don't know if I've got anything. Um, but what can happen is a few days later, you're just like, wow, I just noticed something like what just changed and so and so what what you do is the sessions get recorded as well so you can you can listen to them um time and time again okay and you usually pick up something different each and every time 
Um, but generally, the, the kind of treatment plan that you put together would be about four separate sessions. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. So, so I suppose my, my key sort of approach is helping the work on the mindset um, as much as, you know, I can guide people on what are, what are effective strategies to get out there, um, you know, network with people, you know, like all the... What building, you know, uh, having the right body language, how to how to do the the small talk and all, all that sort of stuff. But as much as that's important, I, I sort of think if you don't work on the inner thoughts first, it's almost pointless. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like if you can if you can if you can address that, then you can really build upon your skills, and that's where the coaching then steps in. And then I work with you to develop. Okay. Um, what is it that we would like to achieve next? Mm -hmm. And it's the coaching is, I suppose, more so than about the accountability. So we, 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 we tackle the problem space. We, you know, we help get through some of those limiting beliefs and change that, that perspective. And then we, we, then we couple it with the coaching. Yeah. Nice, nice. So in other words, so you don't have to only um, work through hypnotherapy style coaching there are other coaching styles that you can work through to allow you to gain that correct mindset yeah yeah look um i i'm i'm going to be a firm believer in in hypnotherapy just because and and they say it can be about 10 times more effective than mm. us just having a like a psychotherapy type of discussion or right. coaching sort of discussion but when you're in that gentle trance state um you're kind of bypassing the doubts and, and you're allowing your subconscious mind to yeah. take on what it needs yeah. and discard what it doesn't. Yeah, you, you kind of remove all that potential distraction and that, yeah. uh, you know, that negative thought. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get straight to the exactly. source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, yeah, I suppose, I suppose that's, that's very much where I'm going. And um, I'm already seeing some incredible, incredible uh, benefit, um, not only in, for myself, um, but the others that I've worked with, you know, in the class, and um, I will be officially launching. I, I don't have a particular date, but um, it will be um, early next year, which nice. I'm, I'm very excited about. Oh, congratulations! So you you well pretty much <laughs> you had the exclusive around that. There you go. <laughs> I've been very <laughs> hush hush about it. We've heard it here first. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well done, and. And so tell us a bit more about your book um, and what people can learn and gain from reading your book. Yeah, definitely. Um, look, the way, I, the way I position the book is um, it's this idea of I, I start off with sharing some of the challenges I had in my own life, mm -hmm. sort of part of my own therapy. But then I bring out some of the learnings that I picked up um, from that. You know, so just just being being aware of the thoughts that come up, um, acknowledging. You know, I, I suppose um, one of the one of the, the big things that I always come back to is this idea of labels. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what what will and end up happening? Well. Self labels, yeah, exactly. So you might you might hear, um, you might hear. You know, somebody gives you a label and you adopt it, and then you you take it on. So, um, I. I very much share in the book this idea that you ultimately have the choice to choose the label that's right for you. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I started out with that label of saying that I was a shy person and I, I made that declaration that, okay, I might get shy sometimes, but I'm not 
it's not part of me anymore. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be embedded as part of my personality. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite normal for people to have a certain level of shyness. Of course. You know, it just, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, like, we all have times when we feel more confident and, we, and sometimes when we feel more timid. Yeah. But as you say, understanding and having the self-awareness to know when we're feeling that and choosing yeah. the right path and the right behavior, that's the key. Exactly. Not exactly. automatically just falling back into your old self-limiting behavior style and yeah. never allowing yourself to grow. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the book, I very much cover this idea of, you know, you get choice um, and then starting to talk about, you know, the different thoughts that you have in your head, you know, the, the positive ones, the negative ones. I kind of like to think of, think of them as different authors, mm-hmm. you know, and um, as, you, as you turn the, the page in your own book, and as you start a new chapter, you get to have that level of choice as to what the next few pages look like. Nice, nice. Or, you know, the next few chapters. Um, and and I think I think um, one of the one of the beautiful insights that I had is that you can reach the point where you no longer look back at your past in embarrassment or wishing it didn't happen, but you give it. You give it the space that it needs, but you also accept it mm-hmm. because, because you have that realization that the struggles that you went through equal the person you are today. 100%. You know, we you are, know? as they say, we're the sum of all our past experiences. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I've, I've gone through this understanding of there's no point trying to hide what you may have considered an embarrassing childhood actually embrace it yeah just be who you are and and one of the things that um, made me smile immensely um ink.com grabbed grabbed a quote from my book and it was around this sense of um i think i'm trying to remember specifically how it was worded but it was around this idea of um wanting or the desire to feel normal Mm -hmm um and 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 feeling weird and and i i quoted i said um feeling weird is like the new normal you know (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love that it's so true you know we have to feel that we are always on the edge and we're always striving to to find that next step striving to change striving to learn to grow it was all very safe that's right wouldn't grow and it'd be boring that's right. That's right. And that, that idea that, I, you know, that the thought that I always had in my head is like, oh, I'm always on the outer of the circle, mm. you know, and that, that to me used to plague me. But you can, you, can, you can change that, you know, you can reframe it and you can realise that um, you don't need to fit into somebody else's circle. Yeah, You've like got that. your own circle. You know, own, own and, your own circle. Own uh, yeah, your own exactly, space. exactly. Yeah. You've got your own space, yeah. and that that also helps you to you know instead of putting other people on a pedestal, realize that every single human, we're on this planet. We are no better or worse. Mm-hmm. You know, we all are at that same, essentially that same level, and we all desire the same sort of levels of connection. Um, so when you have that, that awakening and awareness, it's, it's really quite, it's quite beautiful. It's really beautiful. Oh, indeed. And, then, and then you get out of your head. I, I think, I think that's one of the, the, the next sort of messages is 
when you learn to um, have that reflection, you know, practicing things like mindfulness, you you can um, you can learn to sort of get out of your head. And then when you're at a networking event, you you can turn up for people. So you're not yeah. you're not stuck around. What am I going to say next? You're just there. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And so I'd love to hear a story or two. Have you got a, an example or two of how you might have coached somebody through confidence issues? And I'd love to yeah. hear the journey and the result. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, look, I, I want to I want to talk about an example more recently because sure. it was just so incredibly powerful. Great. And it was actually with one of the other students in my course. But, oh, um, that, that aside, we went through an example where um, this particular student, she always uh, as identified as having that sort of low self-esteem, you know, yeah. and so we, we automatically connected saying, you know, we've, we've both sort of had that challenge with self-confidence. Um, so I, I ran a um, hypnosis session for her. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing about what I did is I took, I took out the language that she used. Uh -huh. So she spoke about, you know, um, you know, for example, being able to sparkle, you know. And so I embedded that into this language of feeling more confident and being able to... Um, you know, essentially step up and be the person you've always desired to be. Incorporating some of those sort of, um, I suppose, uh, yeah, using using those suggestions and allowing allowing her to determine what was right, mm -hmm. what she could just completely let go of. Yep. Twenty minutes later, she comes out the other end, and I go. <laughs> So how was it? Like just thinking this is a classroom exercise. Like didn't think <laughs> anything of it. And she's almost got like tears in her eyes, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, wow. this is powerful <laughs> stuff. And she's talking me through the experience that she had and what she was able to do, what she was able to reframe and have control yeah. over her thoughts. And I was then nearly crying myself because I'm like, it really hit home. Wow. just how powerful this stuff is and how powerful it is that I can soon offer that to some of my clients who have really struggled in that area. Because I mean, we all go through that sense of anxiety at some point or other, as we progress throughout life, we, sure. we come across new challenges, new, the newness of life, you know, and sometimes we see it as incredibly scary, but I can help people reframe it and see it as an adventure. And yep. when that changes, it's like, and, the, and and you can feel that change. There's no stepping, there's no going back. Like no, you are yeah. a changed person. You that's know? so true. And uh, that's so true. I love that. It's like once you've opened up that door, yeah. that you never knew was there, yeah. you can never close it again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's opened up this whole world that you can draw from all the time. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, after that, like, um, she was like, this is incredible. Like she said, I, I really, I, I'm calling you my therapist now. And I just, <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> and I, I just laugh, but, um, but it just goes to show the power of, um, the power of this, this tool. And it's, yeah. I, I call it another tool in the tool belt really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 um, I've been hearing more about hypnotherapy lately as well. 
yeah. usually connected with NLP, NLP and hypnotherapy. That's right. That's right. And so, so it's very much, it is drawing upon some NLP as well. Yeah. Um, I am doing a separate course in that um, actually um, early next year. Yeah, great. But yeah. Um, fascinating, fascinating. Nice. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well much done. So. Well done. And I mean, it's, ob it's obviously very, you know, uh, simple, but confidence can give us so many things in life you know we can do so many things with more confidence yeah. but why is it that you know these days it seems to be more and more talked about than ever before the fact that you know, people don't feel confident in doing this or doing that or they just don't feel like themselves or whatever yeah look i i think i think it's more socially acceptable to talk about it mm. i think i think maybe in the past there's been you know, we've kind of, we've, we've kind of, um, maybe we've evolved in a sense mm. and maybe it stirred things up. I kind of think of it as, you know, um, we, we brushed our problems, our doubts and concerns under the rug. Yeah. You know, today we're getting better at bringing them to the surface. Definitely. Yeah. I'd say so. But it also makes them more visible. Yeah. So, in uh, maybe there's maybe there's a, a positive and a negative because when when you're more visibly aware of them, you know, it's it's uh, it's more challenging then because you're you're obviously wanting to address them. Yes. So so uh, great that you brought it to the forefront, but then it's like we got to tackle it yeah. because if you stay in that space for too long, it's just going to spiral you in the wrong direction. Yeah, like it does. It definitely does seem it's like the era of growth. Yeah. You know, it's like we, as you say, yeah. we we've pushed things under the rug and ran away, run away from things for so many years. But now it's like the era of let's tackle all these issues and let's change yeah. and grow. Exactly. You know, and, exactly. And therefore, all these different therapies and different books and audio books and teachings and philosophies have come up yeah. uh, because yeah. of we're in that era now. It's almost like the Renaissance period for right. confidence and and mindset. <laughs> Very much so. And the beautiful thing in all of that is that when we talk about all this stuff where our conversations are going to a deeper level, we're having more meaningful conversations, we're getting beyond the small chat, you know, yep. and, um, and we're, really, we're really having those, you know, we have a lot more heart-to-hearts these days, we do, yeah. you know, on, yeah. a, on a much bigger scale, you know, I mean... I, I take the example of a podcast. You can have a really amazing connection, and the whole it's it's available to the whole world. Yeah, you know? it's incredible. And, I love it. And, yeah. um, and there's something to be said about that because you get to be your authentic self and share that beautiful gift with the world. Definitely, I mean, and you never know who it can help. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and I've had like emails just in the past few years that like just kind of like those aha moments that go, geez, that was, it's all been worthwhile. Like you know, somebody said they picked up my book at the airport just before yeah. they ordered a flight. And like, I just needed, I, I obviously needed to go back nice. and buy your book. You know, Is your book out in audio version as well or just written? Version? Uh, just written. I have actually recorded it in audio. I oh, just, cool. Um, and procrastinating the process of editing it. <laughs> okay. I love audiobooks. I'm a terrible reader, but I yeah, love no, listening to books. I can yeah. just swallow up a book in a day or two if, if it's read to me. If yeah, I had to read yeah. it, it'll take me six months. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And I, I think more and more of us are, are, um, are in that sort of headspace because, uh, you know, especially when we're busy. Like if we're, yeah. if we're uh, 
you know, working or we're, you know, transport, we yep. can still tune in and exactly. absorb all those learnings. I suppose it's multitasking, isn't it? Definitely. In a sense? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and what I do as well, like, I agree, like, it is almost like multitasking. So when you listen to a book once, you might not see, hear everything, mm. you might not get everything, but I listen to them over and over again. And over a few times, I'll grasp most of what I need to grasp. Yeah. 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 So repetition. Yeah. Repetition. repetition. Definitely. Yeah. Makes a well huge difference. Well done. Well <laughs> done. So, if people want to get in touch with you um, yeah. to find out more about how you can help them, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. Look, um, if you go visit my website, um, quietlysuccessful.com.au, um, I, I will be revamping it with all the hypnotherapy um, details shortly. But... If you want to know more, what I would sort of say is maybe um, just opt in mm -hmm. or send me an email and I'll put you on a waiting list because I can't mm -hmm. technically I can't technically take you on as a client just yet okay. until early in the new year. So yes. it's a waiting list at the moment. Okay. And <laughs> it's yeah, very yeah. it's very hard because there's <laughs> a number of people that are like, I really I, I you know, you've kind of sold it to me without actively trying to sell it, of course, but yeah. they're like, I, I really want to go through this experience because they can see, you know, how it can really help. And I'm just like, you just have to wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was only a couple of months. I have to, I need that piece of paper and I need the association to say, yep, you can legally practice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, um, obviously yeah, your so website, LinkedIn, yeah. Facebook. Yeah, LinkedIn, LinkedIn uh, Facebook. I also have a, a Facebook community um, okay. called The Quietly Confident. So if you want Great. to um, engage in some of the discussions that we have, um, feel free to um, to join us there. Um and uh, yeah, that's probably the... Oh, sensational. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure that I put uh, all the links to, to all those groups and also your book and everything in the show notes. Amazing. Um, so everybody can link out to those. Appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, really appreciate you coming on the show. It was a fantastic discussion. You know, I love talking about mindset and confidence because it's something that's yeah. very interesting to me. And, you know, it's something that I think a lot of people can get a lot of benefit out of. So really appreciate all your insight and your experience. Anything you want to leave us with today? Yeah, look, I, I want to hit home that incredible message that if you feel like you've, you've had the doubt, you've had the self-talk that says you're not good enough, you don't have the self-confidence, remember, you get to choose. Yeah, it's a choice. You know, I like that. It is a choice. It yeah. is always a choice. Yeah. And, and if it's hard to, to change the kind of thought patterns, it's okay because, you know, it takes a while to adapt new ways of thinking. And that's exactly. just a learning process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, why coaching is good because they, exactly. they help you and be accountable. You can yeah. be accountable too for that change. Exactly. Yeah. So the take-home message is you have choice. You have choice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well, thank you very much, Joel, again. Um, fantastic discussion for a Friday afternoon. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really enjoyed it as well. Great discussion. And I hope your listeners get tons of value out of this. Absolutely. So do I. I mean, I've learned a lot and I hope everybody else learned a lot as well. So feel free to check out all the links and all the information about Joel that I'll put in the show notes. And for everybody out there, have a fantastic weekend. And we'll see you back on Tuesday for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Bye for now.